We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, Monday, March the 20th, 2023. Hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here, your host of the Daily Crow of the Spurs Up Show. Appreciate you all tuning in. I see Brandon Ward, Austin Ward, John Edward, uh, C. Youngblood, Brendan, Travi, Ethan, Xavier. What's going on? Bruin Nation, Gad, Todd Smith. Appreciate you all tuning in. Uh, also, those in the Big Cock Club Discord. Head over to the TDC Questions channel. The TDC Questions channel to be sure your questions are answered there. Uh, let's see. Again, guys, really excited to get going. A victory Monday of sorts here after baseball gets the sweep over the Georgia Bulldogs and women's basketball is headed to the Sweet 16. Also, by the way, went under the radar a little bit, but South Carolina picked up a commitment over the weekend, a welcome home, if you will. We do not know who it is, but uh, very excited. Of course, Shane Beamer always keeping us on our toes the hardest working man, dare I say, in college football. But again, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much for the continued love and support. Had a fantastic weekend and really excited to get this week going. Of course, as always, TDC is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TSUS to receive 100% instant deposit match up to. $100, guys. You can play anything and everything, of course, as March Madness continues. As March Madness continues, uh, be sure to get your picks in with Prize Picks. You're playing spreads, you're playing totals, you're playing futures. Prize Picks is also a great place, guys, to cash out to make your money this March Madness. Be sure to check them out. So, again, that's our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. Again, guys, really excited to chat with you here on this Victory Monday. Mike, what's up? Chance Crocker says this baseball team is impressive so far. Absolutely, guys. Again, we'll be taking your questions, comments, calls today, 843-790-3377. Regarding everything with the South Carolina baseball team, Carolina is 20 and one after sweeping the Georgia Bulldogs. Stephanie Lee, I see you in the chat. Appreciate tuning in. Heath Hagler, what's up, my man? Appreciate y'all. Austin War. John Edwards says, I would put Sanders, Hall, and Mahoney against anybody in the Southeastern Conference. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. 
Uh, I mean, I think that's the thing from the weekend that sort of gets lost in the shuffle is that the hitting was so fantastic. But, you know, even Will Sanders, who I, I know continues to get criticized week after week, and I, I know he's not – listen, is he throwing like Brandon Sprout? Is he throwing like Paul Skeens? I know he's not. I, I get that. I understand that he's not. But I think people go a little overboard, too, with the Will Sanders slander. I, I just – he's not throwing – terribly is he that dominant is he absolutely dominant right now no but they're keeping him in that friday slot because they believe that he's going to be that guy we'll see listen you go i think you go two three more weeks and he's still kind of doing what he's doing and hall's doing what he's doing then i could see a change but you're not going to change things up guys when you are winning you're not going to you're not going to do it so you know we'll see moving forward if the coaching staff thinks different uh, I, I would not expect to see a change anytime soon. And back to your point, John Edward, back to your point that, uh, you know, I, I would put those three guys, I would definitely put those three guys up against anybody in the SEC, truly. I mean, at South Carolina, we knew coming into this season, it was an embarrassment of riches, and, and that certainly played itself out. Also, guys, on that note, on that note, um, <clears throat> let's see, I posted it in our Discord. I posted it in our Discord, the statistics. Here we go. Shout out to this guy at Purple and Gold on Twitter, by the way. The Texas Tiger. So he's been tweeting out all season long total pitching statistics week after week, right? Total pitching statistics. The Gamecocks right now have the best ERA in the SEC. 2.57 ERA. Second is LSU, the 2.62. Tennessee is third, who, by the way, LOL getting swept at Mizzou this weekend, this past weekend. South Carolina starting pitching, specifically their starters, second in the SEC in ERA with a 2.73. And their relievers are second with a 2. Point, I can't really tell what that says. 2.33. 2.33. So South Carolina's bullpen. One of the best. How about Kentucky's bullpen, a 1.75 ERA this season? They have been phenomenal. But the pitching's been elite. The hitting's been there. The pitching's been elite. The defense has been solid. And that all combined together gives you a 20-1 record. Andrew Murphy says, why do you think Sanders' velo has been down? It feels like last year was at 95 to 97. Now he's just 93. I, I will tell you, Andrew, I agree with you. I actually do agree with you. I noticed that as well. And I don't know if it's one of those things where he's kind of Andrew dialing it back because he wants to go longer in games. I, you know, I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong, right? I don't think there's anything wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong. If there was, he wouldn't be pitching. So I don't think there's anything wrong with Will. I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't really know the answer to that. I don't really know the answer why we're not seeing him more. Because I agree with you. It's like I didn't expect Noah Hall's velo to be up ahead of Will Sanders. That, to me, is shocking. That, to me, is very surprising. I think it's definitely something to follow as we go throughout the next couple of weekends throughout the season as well. Yeah, John Edward, 2.57 ERA. Total team ERA, 2.57. 2.57 team ERA. I think Sanders will improve and get better also. But, guys, again, what a great weekend. I mean, what a phenomenal start. South Carolina sitting right now 20-1. and And I'll say this. As far as being 20 and one, I mean, that, that's, I don't think anybody could have seen that coming. Nobody could have predicted that. 
But I'm not shocked what we're watching. I'm not shocked. We talked about it all preseason that if South Carolina was able to show any sort of consistency swinging the bats, if they were even just average, but to slightly above average, this was going to be a good ball club. This was going to be a team that won a lot of games. And we still have a long way to go. But what you're seeing right now is that elite pitching staff is getting help. That elite pitching staff is accompanied by a competent offense. Also, the defense has improved a great deal since last year, but it all comes down to the sticks. We set it all preseason, and you're seeing it ring true. If you are able to hit consistently, guys, you hit 323 over the weekend against Georgia pitching. I mean, I'm sure it's happened, but I can't recall the last time that I saw the numbers and the Gamecocks hit 300 in an SEC weekend. And they certainly haven't done that on a consistent basis. They certainly haven't done that consistently. I mean, if you're able to do that in just half your SEC weekend, you don't have to hit that well to win. As you saw in games two and three, you don't have to hit that well to win. Your pitching's elite. Your pitching's dominant. But if you're able to hit like that, that was the gripe last year. Hit 220 in SEC play. You're able to hit like that? If this team hits 270 in SEC play, you're probably going to win 18 or 19 games in the conference. You might win the East. You might win the East if you can hit 270 in conference. That might sound crazy, but like that that's how good I think the pitching is. You hit 323 in an SEC weekend, you're winning two out of three every time. I mean every single time. The opponent doesn't have a chance. So it's a lot of fun to watch. A lot of fun to watch, man. So many guys making big-time contributions. <clears throat> so many guys making big-time contributions, man. Uh, Ethan says, I'm honored to share my name with Ethan. Ethan Petrie, by the way, may very well be named freshman of the year. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think so. So let's see. Luke Doty, he stuck around due to his recruiting process. He was asked by his parents, if football didn't work out, would you still want to go to school there? Never a thought of leaving. He was as fired up as everyone when Rattler decided to come back. There you go. There you go. So, I mean, it's kind of ironic. We talked about that, I think, on Friday. And sure enough, there's Luke Doty. So, he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. It'll be unfortunate if Luke Doty really never sees the field again. But, um, you know, I, I, I respect his dedication to the Gamecocks. And, and, I mean, it really does speak to the culture that Beamer has built, that even guys that aren't necessarily getting, you know, a ton of playing time, they just love being there. I mean, it does speak to that culture because if it wasn't fun and you're not playing, I mean, guys would not be sticking around. Guys wouldn't be sticking around. Excuse me, guys. Let's see. Brandon Ward says, after seeing Braswell coming in the clutch of the Yardcocks, do you think he'll get more playing time in the midweek games? I could certainly see that, Brandon. I think we definitely need to take a moment to give Michael Braswell a lot of credit because this past weekend, it goes without saying, this past weekend does not happen without his heroics. And I'm not even just talking winning two of three, winning the series. Like, you never know. I mean, you lose that first game in the fashion in which you would have lost it. All the momentum's on Georgia's side. They've got Liam Sullivan going in the second game of the doubleheader. No clue. No clue. And Michael Braswell is a guy, hadn't played all year, lost his job over the offseason. 
has not played all year, and his limited at-bats has not looked great, and he gets thrust into a situation. He even said he was surprised, right? The righty-on-righty matchup. He was surprised they called on him, called on his name. And he gets in there, and all he does is deliver one of the biggest base knocks of the season to this point. You really cannot overstate how big of a moment that was. Because, again, if that doesn't happen, you lose that game. All of a sudden, your back's against the wall, and you're at Foley Field. You're in Athens. Georgia has all the momentum, all the confidence with their dude going in game two of the doubleheader. It's not a for sure thing that you win that series. So that moment, that at bat, that swing completely changed that series. And I really think it speaks to Michael Braswell as a competitor, as a human being, type of ball player he is, to come into that situation. He's not hanging his head. He's not upset about not getting more playing time. He comes in there, fights for his team, delivers the base knock. So really, I think it's one of those things that sort of got lost in the shuffle because, you know, two run rule wins and all of the other guys that contributed and the home runs and all that. But, you know, and I know I named Ethan Petrie the oot oot series MVP, but Michael Braswell, I think, could get the co-award, right? The SEC loves to hand out these co-awards. Michael Braswell could have gotten the co-MVP award for the weekend because without that base knock, I don't know if the rest of it happens. You know, it's not for sure. It's not a guarantee. Does he get more playing time? I I don't know. I, I think in the midweek for sure. I, I think it'd be a mistake not to give him more looks. I do. Um, <clears throat> I think it'd be a mistake. But it's like the toughest thing with Braswell is it's who do you take out of the lineup. That's the toughest thing. You know, he's fighting for a spot in the lineup. So who do you take out? I mean, I I would love to see Braswell get more bats, though. I, I'm all about that. I would love to see it. John Edwards says, no, we have a long way to go, but does the pitching give us a chance in Hoover for once? Yeah, it's crazy. I, our best teams in school history, John Edwards, did not did not play well in Hoover. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly what the deal is there. I don't know what the deal is in Hoover. We just do not play well in Hoover. Again, even our teams that won – National championships were one or two games and done in Hoover. So, let's see. Dawn Staley up for the Naismith Award. Well-deserved. I don't think that's a surprise to, to any of us. And by the way, let's make sure we give credit to women's basketball for advancing to the Sweet 16. Those games are now in Greenville for the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. I am sure that... The Upstate will be painted garnet and black for those two games, without a doubt. Um, Let's see. I was about to ask the question, but I'm going to look it up myself because I'm just curious. Let's see. So, South Carolina's next game will be Saturday, March 25th, against either Oklahoma or UCLA. So, I'm assuming... Okay, so that game is tonight at 10 p.m. So, that's what we're waiting on. We're waiting on the winner of Oklahoma and UCLA. Gotcha. Phil says, Chris, are you going to the Sweet 16 game? I will not be there, Phil. I can tell you 110%. I'm going to a concert in Atlanta. So 
Uh, I will not be at the game. I'll be watching the game, but I will not be at the game, Phil. I will not be at the game. Are you going to the game for some reason? I, I don't know why you'd be there, but are you going, Phil? Dwayne says, how about Stanford women getting knocked out by Ole Miss last night? Yeah, that's – yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. The, the March Madness has just been – it's just been wild. I mean, I mean, it has been absolutely crazy. Leonard Matthews, 10 SEC teams in the top 25. Yeah, dude, how about Missouri sweeping the Volunteers? My goodness. I, I didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming. Maybe, maybe Tennessee sucks. Maybe Tennessee sucks. I don't know. Maybe Tennessee sucks. I, I mean... Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. The phone lines are open. The phone lines are open here. And I saw Coleman Hall's comment. Coleman, I saw your comment. Anytime you want to bring up football, my guy, you're you're more than welcome to. You're more than welcome to. Coleman says, Tennessee baseball gets what they deserve. Relatively classless group. That was wild, man. I I mean, dude, how how about Mizzou, too? You got to give a lot of credit to Mizzou, and they've been – they have been – I mean, a, a a really good ball club this year. I mean, they they they've they've been a surprise for sure. They've been a surprise for sure. So, Coleman was ready. Did some math from purely offensive touchdowns qualifications, offensive position players scoring the touchdown. No touchdowns from a defensive or special teams formation. He says the six-point value, the Gamecocks scored 288 points. Over 13 games, this amounts to 22.15 points per game off of purely offensive touchdowns alone. This amounts to roughly 3.7 purely offensive touchdowns per game, assuming touchdowns count for six points. Subtracting the outliers of South Carolina State, Charlotte, and Tennessee. Two games against much lesser opponents and one really remarkable game. The total number now amounts to 150 points scored from purely offensive touchdowns. Spread out over 10 games, this amounts to 15 points per game. 2.5 purely offensive touchdowns per game. If a PAT is assumed and tallied, the total number of points per game from strictly offensive touchdowns amounts to 25.8 points per game from offensive touchdowns alone in 13 games and 17.5 points per game from offensive touchdowns alone in 10 games with Charlotte, SC State, and Tennessee games being negated. Your offense alone giving you 17.5 points per game against same or similar quality opponents in 10 of 11 games, 91% of games isn't good football. 17.5 17.5 points per game in total puts you between Rutgers and Iowa, who were 123 and 124 out of 131 teams in college football points per game in 2022. Supplementing Mitch Jeter's 2022 kicking stats, Mitch was 11 for 11 for 33 points, 33 divided by 13, 2.5. So the numbers then become 
28.3 points per game or 20 points per game with Charlotte, SC State, and the Tennessee games being negated. Coleman, incredible research, first thing. Incredible research. And, yeah, I mean, listen, my takeaway from that, Coleman, is the offense stunk last year. Outside of, you know, if we discount the the SC State and the Charlotte game, and then you have Tennessee, like you mentioned, was the outlier. And I don't think it's really a bold statement, but the offense stunk under Marcus Satterfield. It stunk. I mean, it, there's there's no other way to put it. Beamer ball was alive and well, and I think it just reinforces the point that we talked about last week. Purely offensively, you have to make major strides. You have to be much better. There are three phases to the game. Offense, defense, and special teams. They all count towards the final score. But I don't think anyone could argue against the fact that you need to be much better purely offensively, and those numbers certainly reflect that. So great research. I mean, I think you, I mean, that's, man, you had a fun weekend. Yeah, you had a fun weekend. Uh, No, I mean, I I just, you know, (laughs) Brendan says, why are we still talking about that? I think it just reinforces how porous the offense was. I mean, I knew it was bad, though, but when when you think of it in those terms and you break it down to that level, I mean, it really does just hammer it home. So, I mean, listen, there's a reason why you have a new offensive coordinator, Colton. There's a reason, right? The change was made. It isn't like we're sitting here with with Marcus Satterfield still employed, and there's people trying to convince you that that Sat is the guy or what? Ha- yeah, I mean, it's it's we are moved on, and uh, you got to make major, major strides for sure. Major strides. So, somebody said, I just read the the Declaration of Independence. Gad says we knew it stunk. You don't have to break it down that much. <laughs> no doubt. We've got pups in the studio yet again, by the way. Great day to have a day. Appreciate you all tuning in. Uh, Check out the podcast, guys, that dropped this morning, episode 768, a full breakdown of this weekend's action that includes, of course, again, uh, South Carolina baseball getting the sweep over Georgia and Gamecocks women's team advancing to the Sweet 16. Again, phone lines open, guys. If you'd like to tune in, chime in. Just a dominant, and I mean a dominant performance over the weekend. South Carolina now moving up to 11th in the D1 Baseball Top 25. D1 Baseball Top 25. So 11th. And I think the respect continues to come. I think it does. I think this is a really intriguing week for Carolina baseball. You've got Charlotte tomorrow in Charlotte at Truist Field. Or true, what is it? Truest Field. Uh, true, it's not Truest Stadium because that's the Braves. I always get that mixed up. It used to be BB&T Ballpark, which is what, I think a much better name. Either way, you're at the Charlotte Knight Stadium in Uptown. That'll be a really good one. 605 first pitch. And then this weekend against Missouri, which all of a sudden, right? We talked about this is a series that you should definitely get, shouldn't be a problem. And I still think that this fan base and all of us were expecting to win two of three or at minimum, but all of a sudden now it's a top 25 matchup. Mizzou in the top 25 after sweeping the Tennessee Volunteers. How about it? All of a sudden, Tennessee is a real, or excuse me, Missouri is a really good ball club. 
I don't think many of us saw that coming. So, Travi says, has there been a football season we didn't have a touchdown from defense or special team? No, Travi. Listen, I think special teams will continue to be a strong suit. I just think the point is that you need to you need to not be so reliant on those things. Now, granted, if you keep winning and, and Beamer Ball is, is, you know, a massive part of your success, I mean, I, who's going to complain? As long as you're winning, who gives a damn? As long as you're winning, who cares? But I, I get what Coleman's saying. I, I do get it. I get what Coleman's saying, that you need to be more productive from a purely offensive standpoint. Babes and Waves says, Charlotte Knights, does UNCC share the stadium? No, UNCC, Babes and Waves, has their own stadium, but for the purpose of South Carolina and Charlotte playing, uh, you know, we do those neutral site games at that ballpark. So we'll actually take on North Carolina later in the season in a couple of weeks as well uh, at that same ballpark. So it's a cool neutral site game, and obviously there's a huge, huge contingency of Gamecock fans in the Queen City, and, you know, they'll show up and show out, especially with how good South Carolina baseball has been to this point this season. Uh, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven guys. Again, very appreciative of the love and support, guys. The live stream watch-alongs over the weekend were a massive success. And so, again, want to say thank you all so much for tuning into those, for engaging, again, for making it a massive success. Uh, also, guys, really exciting week as the spring tour with our friends over at Carolina Alehouse begins Thursday. We are in Columbia at the Alehouse location in Harvison. Really excited. That'll get going at 6 o'clock, and it'll basically run until. I would imagine we'll be there until about 9 or 10 or so. Uh, Going to be a good time, though. We'll be talking Gamecocks, talking business, of course, doing a bit of a Q&A session. We'll also have merchandise on sale. We, were ha- we will have the Beamer Ball to the Moon Tour shirts for sale. We'll have the Beamer Ball towels. We'll have the koozies, a very similar setup to what we had in the summer tour. So, again, all my Columbia Gamecocks would love to see you guys out there. Going to be a really good time and excited to kick off the spring tour in the capital city. Looking forward to it. Uh, Guys, on the note of the live stream watch-alongs, though, those will continue to be something we do. It's not going to be every single weekend. Like, for example, this weekend, we are not going to do them. uh, Not going to do them this weekend. But um, the live stream watch-alongs are going to continue to be a big part of content. They are. They are. I love doing them. I I genuinely do. I love being posted up in the studio, having my phone in front of me. I'm, I'm able to actively live create content on the spot because we obviously have the stream going. I have my phone in front of me. Uh, There's a lot of advantages to doing it that way. So those will continue to be a thing. Uh, we got a long ways to go till football season, obviously, guys. But uh, I will let you all know what the plan is for that. But I I think the live stream watch-alongs, no doubt, they are here to stay. They are here to stay, no question. And uh, I enjoy doing them. So, again, thank you all so much, though, for the love and support. If you guys were not supporting and and didn't have fun and didn't enjoy them, I don't know that we will continue to do them. So, again, thank you all. Thank you all. Uh, <laughs> Travi says, I'll say this again, three phases. I get what he's saying, but I bet there isn't a season where football is not a three-phase approach. Travi, again, I understand what you are saying. I understand what you are saying. I get that, Travi. I get that, Travi. Um, I get that, Travi. I, I just, I also get what Coleman's saying, right? You, you don't want to have to come into a game and say, well, if we don't score that defensive touchdown or that special teams touchdown, we're just shit out of luck. You, you don't want to come into a game saying that, right? You, you don't. 
You absolutely don't. But to your point, that should be a part of our game plan. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, Leonard Matthews, the rally puppy. The rally puppy indeed. The rally puppy indeed. John Ember says, I think Friday's on SCC Network. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to check the schedule. I, I think I do recall that, John Ember, that the first game, or at least one of those games this weekend is on SCC Network. Uh, by the way, the game tomorrow night is on ESPN+. Plus. Yes, so game one, you're correct. Friday at 7 o'clock, that game is on the SEC Network, the big channel. Saturday is at 4 o'clock, and Sunday, uh, excuse me, so Saturday is at 4 o'clock on SEC Network Plus. Sunday is at noon, and that one is on the big channel. So how about that? Two of the three games are on the SEC Network. How about it? Love to see that. Absolutely love to see that. That is really cool. And what a, by the way, what a great matchup. SEC Network's got to be sitting there saying, man, we really won with this matchup uh, because now it's a top 25 matchup. Both teams are ranked. <laughs> Puppies in the studio. You good? Yeah, you good. Top 25 matchup. Both teams are ranked. Mizzou now sitting at 22nd. Gamecocks, of course, at 11th. Really exciting stuff, guys. Two of the three on SEC Network. That is really cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Would be a great weekend to go as well, I would imagine. I think the weather, if I recall correctly, is supposed to warm up. I know it's cold as crap today. Uh, yeah, high of, what, 58 today, I think? That's in Columbia. Dude, yeah, this, this weekend in Columbia, Friday, a high of 87. 87, 81, and 78 this weekend, the highs in Columbia. So it's a great weekend to catch a ball game. An absolutely great weekend to catch a ball game, no doubt. No doubt about it. Let's see. Again, guys, 84379-0337. That's 84379-0337. How about the performances of Jack Mahoney and Noah Hall, by the way, your starters of the weekend? The fact, too, that I mean. The fact that you not only win the series, you sweep the series, and you run rule them the last two games. Unreal. Absolutely unreal. <clears throat> Leonard Matthews, do you think 11 <clears throat> is a fair spot for us? I think it's very fair. Yeah, I think it's very fair. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. The rankings are fun, Leonard, because they give us something to talk about. But they don't mean a whole lot. That They... they I mean, in baseball, man, the rankings don't mean a ton. They don't. Um, I have no problem with 11. I mean, I have no problem with 11. But again, I don't really lose my cool over the top 25 because the bottom line is this. You keep winning, you're going to host. And, and I mean, that's that's all that matters. Like, I, it doesn't really even matter at that point. I mean, I'd love to see us earn a top eight national seed. That would be really cool. But... In baseball, man, you keep winning. Um, you know, you, you keep winning, it takes care of itself. So I, I'm not too concerned about it, but I, I do I, – I, I'm, I'm fine with 11. I have no problems with being ranked 11. I have no problems with it. My guy, Reese, what's up, man? What's going on? I will get you the, uh, the Charlotte prediction, by the way, over here shortly. Gad says, do you have a price for the tour shirts yet? Also, will you be accepting verbal discount codes? Um, I have not honestly thought about it. 
I'm trying to think of a, I mean, I, normally I could just say a flat 30 bucks. Uh, I'll let you guys know. I, I'll let you guys know. And obviously I'll have this figured out by Thursday. You know, I, I would love to, I, I'll tell you this. I, I would love to sell them for cheaper than we normally do in our store, but we also have to turn some sort of profit. And, uh, you know, because these are comfort colors, because they are a pocket tee with the pocket in the back, they're a little bit actually more expensive than our normal T-shirts. So I'll let you guys know, probably just going to be a flat 30 bucks, though. They're also an exclusive item. They're also an exclusive item. So I think they're, I, 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 I'm in the belief that 30 bucks for a T-shirt is more than fair. I'm just going to say that right now. I think it's more than fair. <clears throat> Let's see. <clears throat> Gamecocks ranked 15th. In the perfect game, USA, top 25. Okay. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Robbie Davis, Zaxby's Hall of Famer. To accept. Robbie, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. Can you hear me? I can hear you perfect. What's up? Okay, good. First things first, when are people going to learn not to put the ball in the strike zone? Because if you put it in the strike zone, against anybody on our on, on our roster, we'll hit the damn thing, okay? We'll hit the damn thing. We'll probably crush it and send it for a ride and make it go bye-bye, okay? When are people going to learn that? Well, Robbie, you... you, 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 you did- yeah, I mean, you have to throw strikes in the game of baseball to, to, to play the game, so... Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I understand that, but you gotta you gotta try to you gotta put it where we can't get to it at some point. I mean, yeah, no, you're you're, you're right. I think we 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 batted a, we batted around twice yesterday, mm-hmm. if I heard the announcers correctly. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, it was a very fun day <laughs> swinging the sticks, especially in that second and third game, man. It's uh. Yeah, I mean it's a lot of fun right now to watch. And again, you got a nice mix of power, and I think you're also productive. It's it's not just the home run. Like it's not that it's not that feast right. or famine approach we saw in 2021, where it really just felt like, hey, if we're not hitting a home run, we're not even scoring at all. Right. I mean, this team I think still thrives and feasts on the yeah. home run. And it's a positive to have a bunch of guys that are big, strong baseball players that can drive the baseball to the ballpark. But I feel like you're seeing when you're not hitting the home run, competitive at bats, patient at bats. We've been talking about this all season, but to see it against SEC yeah. competition, I know I know Georgia doesn't have the best staff in the SEC by any means, but to see it in an SEC weekend, and again, you hit 323 against Georgia. Like, I don't recall the last time you hit over 300 in an SEC weekend, and I think that comes, again, from a well-rounded approach. Again, you've got those big, strong, powerful guys, but you've also got guys that are looking to just drive the baseball. And when you do that, good things happen, and that's what you saw over the weekend. Yeah. Um, and, and and Mahoney freaking did phenomenal yesterday. Okay. He, he did what he normally does. He went out there and took care of business. Okay. And like you just said before I called, right? We haven't really had good experiences in Hoover. Mm-hmm. But I think with this team, 
that could possibly change. And like and like you also said, right? And I've said it before too. Just stay focused. And all you got to do is just win. Win and let everything else take care of itself. Whatever happens with everybody, with everybody else, so be it. Just focus on what you got to do and, and focus on getting the dubs and everything else will take care of itself. Big facts, man. Big facts. Yeah, I, I'm excited, man. It's uh, to be 20 and one. You know, I was optimistic coming into the season, but uh, I don't think anybody saw a start this good. I don't, I don't think anybody saw it. And, you know, I, I would say this a lot of people I know, definitely didn't. Yeah. Based off of last year, I definitely did. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of people looking ahead, you know, will will say, "Hey, you're going to sweep again." Like, and I think everybody's eyeing that LSU series, and um, you know, you got a tough one this weekend against Missouri, and then at Mississippi State. You know, as bad as they've been playing in Starkville, still not easy. But I mean, yeah. even if you just take two of three, two of three, For which sure. would be successful weekends, you don't have to sweep everybody. You're not going to sweep everybody, but if you can go two of three, two of three, yeah. If you can go to that LSU series at what would you be nine? Excuse me, you would be three and zero. Oh, yeah, seven and two in SEC play going in the LSU. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're a top ten team easily. You might be in the top five. Oh yeah, and LSU is probably still going to be number yeah. one. So that will set up the biggest mm-hmm. series at Founders Park in quite some time. So yeah, it's exciting times, man. It, it is. It is. Now, I, I will say this. I, I, I'm, I'm going to be that guy today. I will say this. We're probably going to hit a lull at some point. We're going to go cold. It just happens. It's baseball. Oh, yeah. The mm-hmm. hot, cold, hot theory, 11.7 yeah. guys. I think it's true. Now, you want to limit it as much as possible, but I would just tell people, when we do hit that cold streak, don't throw in the towel in the season. It doesn't mean we're not any good. It, it just mm-hmm. happens. It happens. The goal is, and you'd much rather yeah. that happen – You'd rather have your lull in the middle of the season and then catch fire again at the end when the baseball matters most. Because look at Tennessee last year. That's what you don't want to be. Hot all season long, and you get to the postseason, and you play your worst. So it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, baseball's got a funny way of my, – my, big, my biggest thing is this. I'm excited. I, I mean, I'm, I'm over the moon excited, dude. There's two types of people in baseball. Those who have been humbled – and those who are about to become humbled. So keep the humility, humility, stay humbled, because just as easily as we just swept Georgia, we could turn around and lose two or three to Missouri, and we'd be like, what the hell, a week from today. It just it can happen. It can happen very easily. You think Tennessee yeah. thought they were going to get swept by Missouri? No. So I'm just saying that, you know, it's a long season, and I don't want to overreact to one series, but at the same time, we're 20-1. and one. Right, we're ranked eleventh. There's a lot of yeah, reasons to be only, optimistic and excited for for what's to come for sure. We're only what like twenty one games into the season. I mean, we still got a long way to go. So, at, I do believe at some point this baseball team will hit a, for lack of a better word, a dead spot in the season. Okay, but I'm really curious to how they react. To said when after they hit that dead spot in the season, how they react moving forward. Right, exactly. Yeah, I think it's because, well said, Robbie. Because well said. it, it, because when bad stuff happens, it ain't about what happened. It's about how you react to what happens. And I'm really curious to how they will react whenever something doesn't go as expected. Because they're going to hit 
those kinds of situations, no matter what kind of sport it is, don't matter if it's baseball, football, basketball, whatever, it doesn't matter. You're going to hit, you're going to hit times like that. And the most important thing is how you react to it whenever it happens. Indeed, dude, baseball is a game where you fail. Their, are they going to hang their head or are they just going to? Yeah, you, you, you fail you know, seven out of 10 times and, just, and yeah. uh, you know, you're considered a Hall of Famer. So I, I, yeah. I, I don't really worry. And I'll say this. I don't really worry about. I don't really worry about this team in regards to, you know, being resilient. Um, I mean, look at Friday against Georgia. Or excuse me, look at game one against Georgia, right? You know, you're down in that ball game. You could have easily, yeah. woe is me, we blew it, and instead you find a way. Win anyway. That's it. Win anyway. Yeah. Win anyway. Yeah. So, I don't worry too much about when this I team being Georgia resilient. When I was winning Friday, I got a little – I ain't going to lie, I got a little scared. But I was like, you know what, with how we've been hitting, if we just stay focused and just take advantage of good pitches, I think we can come back and win. And lo and behold, we came back and won the game five to four. So, yeah, that, that was that was a hell of a game. That was a hell of a game for sure. And it just shows that, one, whenever you're playing South Carolina or anybody for that matter, a game is never over until that last out is made. It's okay. 27 outs, man. Until that last outs. out is made, the game is not over. But I'm really excited with the way this season has started off, especially because of how we did last year, because last year was a, a crap show. But – I'm really excited with how we're doing so far and um, hoping that we can uh, get back to the way it used to be to where we're the top, we're one of the best teams in the conference and one of the best teams in the country. I think so, my guy. I'm excited. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very excited. We got to, you know, it's, it's, I have been, and I'll say this, I have been patient early in this season in regards to saying a lot of things you just said, hey, it's a long season. Let's let it play out. As each inning passes, I'm coming around to the idea, the thought of, and it's not a wild thought because I said it in the preseason, this could be true. But I'm like, are we good? I think we're good. Like, I think we're actually good. <laughs> I think we're like, I'm not yeah. saying we're like, so we're Gamecock baseball good. Like, we're good, good. We are golden era of Carolina baseball. Good, maybe. Yeah, Potentially. 2010, like I, I want to jump overboard with it. I want to go overboard <laughs> and be like, we are a national seed caliber ball club. But again, two types of people in baseball. Those who are humble, those who are about to be. So, like, I want to remain humble when it comes to this ball club. we got 27 more SEC games. But there are some very, very promising signs early that tell me that yeah. we are that kind of club. We know the pitching's there. The defense is good, good enough. I want to believe in this lineup. I want to believe in these hitters and what they've yeah. done to this point. I mean, why wouldn't you? So, I think Gamecock baseball is back. I think so. I tweeted it. I know I did. I'm trying to speak it into existence. I think we're back. I think we're good. I'm going to roll with that until further yeah. notice. But it feels good to even be yeah. in that position where we're saying these kind of things, we're thinking these kind of things, and we move forward now through the rest of the SEC slate. I'm excited to see how this thing plays out. 
for sure. For sure. And before I get off of here, I found I didn't realize this until I was on the way to go hang out with uh Marion R twenty six's mama for her birthday. But also yesterday was her was his mama's birthday. Plus yesterday was also my sister and her husband's wedding anniversary. So Love that. Well, congratulations to everyone, my guy. I, I love to hear it. <laughs> so, but uh, and now uh, I'm hoping uh, I'll uh, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Go yard cops and to heck with Clemson. To heck with them. If to heck with them. We'll give them a call. You you saw they lost two yeah, of three to. We'll give them a call. You saw they lost two of three to Duke over the weekend, right? What? Yeah. They lost to Duke. Are yeah, in baseball. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness! What in the world, bro? I know. That's that's great. I'm ha- I'm I'm happy for Duke, of course. I was taught my ABCs at an early age, Chris. Anybody but Clemson. That's yeah, how I was taught my ABCs. I'm I'm just glad that Clemson sucks. Sucks. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They definitely do. All right, buddy. I'll see you in a couple of weeks when you're in uh, Somerville. Somerville, and, yes, sir. Uh, yes, yes. So uh, you have a good, re- you have a great rest of your day. All right. Yeah, man. You as well, Robbie. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good one. We'll do, buddy. Yeah, man. Right, Take buddy. care. Great stuff from Robbie Davis, as always. Lynn Turner says we're definitely improved, which is good to see. I, I think so too. I, I think so too. I'm not sitting here telling you on this Monday we're going to win the College World Series, but, I mean, I think this is a quality ball club. And to be realistically, right, I know I kind of joke around, are we good? I mean, this is a solid team. This is a solid team. You know, we knew if the hitting was there, we're going to be a quality ball club. And sure enough, I'm going to have to get that from her. I'm going to have to get that from her with a break. But sure enough, again, we're, we're, we're swinging the sticks. We know the pitching's elite. If that's the case, if we're swinging it well, we're going to win a lot of ball games. Uh, guys, that being said, let's go ahead and jump into our first break. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you more, your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. I see Austin Greer's comment. You're so hesitant to say we're good. Even though we're nearly a top-10 team, you have PTSD. Well, Austin, you know, I've obviously been joking a little bit the way I've been approaching it. I think we're a good team. I've said that all preseason. I thought we had the capability to be a very good team. I think we're a good team. Are we a great team? I don't know yet. I don't know yet, but I think we're a good team, Austin. I think we're a good team. I mean, I, I predicted us to be a good team. Even at the 34 and 24 that I predicted, which I I do believe we will surpass 34 wins. I, I absolutely believe that. I thought we were going to be a good team. Much improved from a year ago. Off pitching alone. Off pitching alone. Are we a top eight national seed elite ball club? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. But no, Austin, I think we're a good team. I think we're a good team. Absolutely. I think we're absolutely a good team. Um, I see Travi and Coleman going back and forth. Travi says, I love the banter, and I just want to make it clear I'm not disagreeing with Coleman. Our offense has been horrid for the most part lately. 
<clears throat> I'm just pointing out that the defense needs to be scrutinized just like the offense. Coleman says, if the defense had more firepower, I'd agree. But it's hard for me to personally give the same scrutiny when there's a lot less mature and healthy talent compared to the offense. I mean, an O-line full of upperclassmen with Wells, Van, Brooks, Brown, Stogner, and Adkins. Bell as your receivers, tight ends, and a literal five-star backfield, yet we can't get more than 20 points per game against real opponents. And, of course, he's talking about last year. Jeff Gulledge, I see you, my friend. He says, our pitching is good. If we can keep hitting, we'll be Omaha bound for sure. And, and But I, I will I will say this. Listen, to Austin Greer's point, right? <clears throat> While I may not be sitting here telling you to book your flights to Omaha like we're that level of team, I also don't like the people or just don't love the chatter on social media that it's like every time you win, it's like, well, you haven't played anybody. Well, who have you played? Well, who have you played? You know who we've played? Who's on our schedule? I, I, we've played who is on our schedule and we've whooped their ass. What more can we do? Right? So Carolina's a good ball club. This is a good ball club. Are we going to win the SEC East? I don't know about all that, but we're a good ball club. We're a damn good ball club. And whether we host a regional or we're a two-seed in a regional, we're going to give somebody hell in a regional. We're looking every part of that super regional team that I said we needed to be. Okay? So I think we're a good ball club. Got a long way to go, but we are a good ball club. We are a good ball club. I, I'm confident in saying that. Absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. That's eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven here on this Monday, March the 20th, 2023. Appreciate you all tuning in. Really excited for this week, guys. We're rocking and rolling as normal this week with TDC every single day, noon to two podcast. Today, of course, dropped. And uh, Thursday, normal schedule across the board. And, of course, our spring tour begins this week in Columbia, Thursday afternoon or night, if you will, at the Carolina Alehouse location in Harbison, Six o'clock. That will get going. We'll probably do our Q and A session around <clears throat> seven thirty or so. And in case you missed it last year, what that really is is I'll just take a couple of moments to say thank you to you guys. Say a couple of words if there are any questions regarding the yardcocks or football, just really anything. Um, I will take time to answer those, and uh, you know we'll just talk gamecocks. I'll give you guys some business updates as well, and we'll have us a heck of a night. So it should be a lot of fun. Of course, I'm still dealing with pups in the studio here still dealing with the pups in the studio as you can probably hear uh either way though <laughs> we love it we love the pups in the studio the rally dog is it's funny these 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 dogs they don't care what you're doing they want to play they want to play so <clears throat> they want to play uh anyways guys let's see let's get back to your questions uh austin Greer says petri should be playing in the minors I hear you, man. Now, I, I think that's certainly, Austin, where his career is headed. That's certainly where his career is headed. I mean, what 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 Ethan Petrie's doing is, is, I mean, it's incredible. He's Christian Walker reincarnated. He's the best freshman slugger for the Gamecocks since Christian Walker, what Christian Walker did in 2010, when he was the three-hole hitter of a national championship team. I mean, the kid just looks natural. Um, 
And it's it, like the, 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 the thing that's so much fun to watch. It's like, it's not just like he's poolside. Like, dude, he's going backside. Like the approach is so beyond his years, right? That's one of the things that I watch and it makes it so special. The way he's approaching the game. Uh, it's a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of fun. Now his challenge will be, of course, when he runs into adversity, making the adjustment, obviously, but, uh, I mean, I think, obviously, sky's the limit for this kid, and I think he's going to be playing baseball for quite a long time. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. I see Coleman and Travi just going back and forth here. <clears throat> going back and forth in the comments. Going back and forth in the comments. Love to see it. Beauty's in the banter, boys. The beauty is in the banter. Gad says, random note, early release for MLB The Show comes out on March the 24th. I did not know that. How about it, Gad? I'll tell you this, Gad. I have been playing. I finally caved and got it. Uh, because my guy had been pressuring me to get it. I have been playing PGA Tour 2K23. That game is a blast, dude. That game is so much fun. So much fun. And I will indeed be buying the EA Sports PGA Tour game that comes out April the 7th solely because the Augusta National is on it. That's it. So, I'm having a blast with it. <clears throat> Let's see. Where's Panic Ritter? Great question, Austin. Actually, I do want to shout out Panic Ritter because I called out Panic Ritter on Twitter. And Panic Ritter sent me an email <clears throat> yesterday. Panic Ritter sent me an email yesterday. Let me find the email here. I want to read this email. Let's see. Here we go. From Adam Ritter. He says, love your work, Chris. I know sometimes I can always worry, but deep down I love your work, and thanks for being a good person. He even signed off on the email as Panic Ritter. <laughs> I love it. So shout out to you, Panic Ritter. Shout out to you. Panic Ritter pa stays panicking until the very end. To the very end. Gamecocks11 says, what's our total home run count now? Uh, 56. Guys, let, let's, let's rattle off some of these stats in case you missed it. In case you missed some of these crazy stats. Okay. Let's see, where are they at? Here we go. Just, just listen to these stats. Carolina is 3-0 in SEC play for the first time since 2017. The Gamecocks swept Georgia and Athens for the first time since 2010. By the way, all these stats come via GamecocksOnline.com. So Gamecocks swept Georgia and Athens first time since 2010. Carolina now leads the nation with 20 wins and is the only team in SEC play to sweep a series on the road for opening weekend. Carolina has 56 home runs in the season. The 2022 team had 58 all of last year. The 20-1 start is the best for the Gamecocks since the 2000 team started 22-0. Get this one. South Carolina hit 323 on the weekend with a 645 slugging percentage. And then finally, of course, Ethan Petrie had seven RBI on the weekend with three home runs and a 500 
average, which I don't think is correct because I did the math and I thought he was 462. Either way, whatever. Um, I got him at 6 for 13, 462. I could be wrong there. Either way, Ethan Petri tore the cover off the baseball, which reminds me, I would imagine the SEC is going to be dropping their, their players of the week or players of the weekend, players of the week, whatever. Some point soon. Here we go. How about Ethan Petrie? There it is. Freshman of the week. Ethan Petrie. And there's no co, by the way. There's no co. Ethan Petrie is your freshman of the week. He stands alone. How about it? Yeah, I think I think 2K23 is pretty fun. I'm also not like a video game critic. And I technically, I really only play it when I'm playing my buddy. The fact it's cross-platform is elite. Uh, Blake Seaborn says, Chris, chef's kiss, hat and hoodie, please. Chef's kiss. Thank you, Gavin Cassis. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Love it. Chef's kiss. Yes. Yes, indeed. I might have to get to work on that. A chef's kiss. I, what would it be, though? Would it just be like a, like a, I, I don't know. I feel like that's something we'd probably need to partner up with Cassis. I don't know. I'll get to work on that. Brian Dean says, Jaden Woods had 11 strikeouts, but this was a good test for our Gamecocks against SEC pitching. I love their approach because they are never out of a game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I think that's the biggest thing from the weekend, right? It's cutting down on the strikeouts. If you can do that. But guys, I said this on the podcast that dropped this morning. You averaged nine strikeouts per game. And honestly, guys, and I know for the old heads of baseball, you'll hate to hear this, but I'm sure you already know, strikeouts are such a part of the game that if you can average single digits strikeouts per game, you're actually doing fairly well. You are. So, you know, cutting down on those as much as possible would be great, but I think it's something you just... You just kind of live with. You just kind of live with. Uh, Jacob B., thoughts on the World Baseball Classic and the injury? So, Jacob, I don't have nearly as hot a take as uh, KFC with Barstool did. I, I, I wonder if that's why you're asking. I'll just say this. I, I mean, you know, I, I I don't agree with KFC's take in the sense that, like, listen, it's up to the player at the end of the day. It's up to the player. And if a player wants to, do I think the World Baseball Classic is like the biggest deal ever? Have I watched a single game? I actually haven't, believe it or not. I haven't watched a single World Baseball Classic game. I may now, now that I think what USA has advanced to the, are they in a championship? What are they in? Yeah, championship. USA against the semifinal two winner. Who, who's in it? Who's in it? Let's see. Who is USA playing? Either way, the game is tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Maybe we'll watch. we got some other things going on, though. Um, anyways, though, I, I, I'll say this. I'll say this. If you want to represent your country, you should be able to do that. That's a big deal. I, I, I don't care. You know, is the World Series, is winning the World Series a bigger deal than than winning, you know, the World Baseball Classic? Sure, maybe. You know, sure it is. But 
that's a huge deal for a player. Like I think of it more so from the the player aspect. And you take a risk every time you take the field, right? So I, I got no problem with guys playing in the World Baseball Classic. If 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 I'll tell you this, if organizations don't want them to play in it, put something in their contract. Put something in their contract. You know, I I, I know KFC is just mad that Edwin Diaz got hurt. It's a it's an unfortunate thing, but I mean, he's a free person. He can do whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants. But I think the stance of like the World Baseball Classic is stupid. I don't agree with it. Blind Squirrel, you're a good sport for showing up in here after we whoop that ass. You are. Let's see. Anyways, guys, 843-790-337. We'd love to hear your thoughts and everything that happened over the weekend. Also, how about women's basketball? How about women's basketball? Advancing to the Sweet 16 Gamecocks to take on the winner of UCLA and Oklahoma, which takes place tonight. But again, those games are in Greenville at Bon Secours Wellness Arena. Uh, Saturday is when the Gamecocks will play. Not exactly sure on the time as of yet. I don't believe that has been set. I don't believe that's been set yet. Tommy White got SEC Player of the Week. What did he do this weekend? Let's see. What did, what did Tommy White do this weekend? Let's see. Hmm. In case you missed it, Ethan Petrie, your freshman of the week in the SEC. Okay, so it's either 11.30 or 2 on Saturday. Why would they play at 11.30? That seems crazy to me. That's crazy early. I mean, whatever, but... It just seems like a really crazy early tip-off time. By the way, guys, stay tuned. I don't know if uh, our friends at Carolina Alehouse, we may do a watch party. Um, I actually just texted him. I'm actually just texting him right now. You know, we did a watch party last year, I think both for the Final Four and the National Championship. Um, I don't I don't know why we wouldn't do that again, honestly. I don't know why we wouldn't do that again. Probably in Columbia. Probably in Columbia. Um, you guys let me know. Would, would that be something? I don't know how many Cola Gamecocks we've got tuned in here. Would that be something? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Something you guys would be interested in. I, I think it'd be a really cool thing. I think it'd be a fun thing for sure. Uh, we had a good time. I know Brendan M was there last year. I think Brendan M, yeah, Brendan M was definitely there last year. We celebrated accordingly at the Carolina Ale House. Had a really good time. So I'd be down to do that again. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I think that'd be a lot of fun. So. Chase Floyd, World Baseball Classic topic. People get hurt in spring training every year. So what's the big deal with an injury in a World Baseball Classic where players play for pride in the countries they represent? I tend to agree with you. I mean, if, if the player, it comes down to do the players. If the players want to play, let them play. If you don't want them to play, Put something in their contract that says if you get hurt in the World Baseball Classic, you, you know, your contract, something's void or you get fined. Like, do that. Do that. But if you don't, you can't say anything. They've got the right and the freedom to play. Ruination, I think it should be played in November after a season instead of two weeks before, just my opinion. I mean, I think at the end of the MLB season, the Ruination guys are ready for a break. You know what I mean? I, I, I think a lot of the guys you see play wouldn't play. That's just my opinion. Maybe they still would, but I don't know. The other regional in Seattle is set for 4 and 6.30. Okay, so it just has to do with TV and scheduling and all that. All right, well, we will find out late tonight who the Gamecocks will play. Brandon Ward, you'll be at the Greenville stops. Love it. Awesome, I appreciate that. Yeah, we're doing we're doing Greenville back to back. Of course, we start the spring tour this Thursday. This Thursday in Columbia. This Thursday in Columbia. Really, really excited for it. Cannot wait to see you guys out there. All the great Columbia Gamecocks. Uh, and then the following two Thursdays will be Greenville. I think it's downtown and then Woodruff Road back to back. What'll be really fun too is starting next week. Right next week, these will kind of serve. They'll serve as tour events with, obviously, merch, and we'll do Q&A. But they'll also serve as watch parties. We'll be watching the Gamecocks baseball team take on whoever it is they're playing on those Thursdays because starting next week, it begins our Thursday through Saturday series, right? You got Mississippi State, which will be on the Big Channel SEC Network, Thursday through Saturday, the 30th through the 1st. Then you've got uh, the LSU series the LSU series, which is Thursday through Saturday as well. Um, so, be a lot of fun. Be a lot of fun. Looking forward to both of those series for sure. Gamecocks 11, how does Missouri's pitching staff compare to Georgia's? You know, I have not done a deep dive Gamecocks 11, but I think it's a little bit better. I think it's a little bit better from what I've seen and heard. But that deep dive will come later this week, obviously. Hey, we got a midweek first. Charlotte's a quality ball club. Charlotte is a quality ball club. Do not sleep. Do not sleep 
on the Charlotte 49ers. Do not sleep on them. They whooped our ass last year. But how about this? Charlotte, at this point this year, they are 8-11. and 11. <clears throat> They are struggling. Got swept by Virginia Tech, who was 11th in the country, by the way, at that point. Uh, lost against North Carolina a, a, just over a week ago, 16-3. to And then one, two of three against Louisiana Tech. So they've been struggling, though. Eight and 11. Eight and 11. That Vatek sweep really looming large. They also lost two of three to Army in Charlotte. So we'll see, but still always a quality ball club. You, you can't sleep on the Charlotte 49ers. So it's a, um, you know, it's a challenging midweek, but I think South Carolina will be prepared. We'll be ready for it. We'll be ready for it. Again, guys, podcast dropped this morning. Be sure to check that out. Be sure to check that out. Episode 768, a full breakdown of everything that happened over the weekend. Also, very curious to see who the commitment is that Beamer tweeted about over the weekend. Again, that kind of went under the radar because it was he tweeted it during the game on Saturday, one of the games. I forget which one. But... Uh, yeah, I know there's been a lot of speculation of is it a certain offensive lineman? Is it this guy? Is it that guy? Whatever. So we'll see. Again, Beamer always keeping us on our toes. Beamer always keeping us on our toes. I love how Coleman and Travi still going back and forth in the comments about the offense, defense, run defense, whatever. I love it, guys. I love it. Again, the beauty is in the banter. It always is. It always is, for sure. Let's see. Mm-mm-mm. Gad says, pump for Woodruff Road. I am as well. I mean, our our, our Greenville stops are always really, really good. Um, really great crowds. Really great turnouts, Gad. So excited to see you there. Um, but yeah, it's it, we always have fantastic turnouts at the Greenville spots. And it, it just really speaks to, man, the... The Greenville Gamecocks and and um, you know again you guys showing love and it, it's a it's a cool thing man I'm I'm really appreciative of the love we get in the Upstate guys that being said we're gonna jump into another break on the other side I want to continue to hear from you more of your questions comments calls or more you're tuned in to the Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377 here on this Monday, March the 20th, 2023. I want to say thank you to you guys for the love and support. On the merchandise side of the business, just saw an order come in from James Seaborn for the exact hat that I have on my head. And that's always a cool thing when people are, you know, I'll, I'll wear, and it's why I rock my merch every day. It's one of the reasons I do. I mean, I, number one, I love my merch. I love creating merch, and I love the merch that I create. But also, too, it's it's really cool to, you know, it's one thing to create merch and then, you know, put it on the store and, and uh, throw up a link or what have you. But it's another thing to, you know, wear it yourself, and then people see you rocking it, and they're like, hey, I want that, right? I want that. So, <clears throat> Blind Squirrel, love the show, Chris. I do need to order a Clem Suck shirt in red and black. Well, it's garnet and black, by the way. Blind Squirrel. 
It is garnet and black, just to give you the heads up. So, let's see. Yes, Blake, that was you. Okay, there we go. I was just mentioned that was you. That was you. Love that. Panic Ritter, what's up, man? He says, I'm 86%. I think the ladies will win it all. Okay. 86, what? Seems like an interesting number. 86%. I'm 100%, Panic Ritter. Let me ask you this. Let me, let, just for fun. Just for fun. Those of you who are following the tournament closely. <clears throat> if South Carolina women's basketball does not win it all, who will beat them? Like, who, who is the team that will beat them? Most likely. Who's the most likely team that'll beat them? Because Stanford just got knocked out. Would it be UConn? I mean, we already whooped that ass. Like, who would it be? I mean, I guess it's possible to get upset. Iowa, Caitlin, Caitlin Clark, going to take Iowa all the way? I'll tell you what will be a really interesting year for Gamecocks women's basketball is next year when you lose Aaliyah Boston and basically the entire roster or in the entire starting five. I mean, I know you've been recruiting better than anybody, right? And, I mean, okay, you lose half of the starting five. Well, it, it'll just be an interesting transition year. But, I mean, Dawn Staley, the way, again, we're recruiting, I, have, I don't have any doubts. It's just, it'll be interesting. I think it was even you, Brendan, that said you don't think we'll be ranked preseason number one next year because of all we lose, which is fair. It's fair. Coleman says, anybody can beat anybody, blah, 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 but the only time they can beat the Lady Gamecocks is themselves. No team is as good top to bottom as the Cox. I mean, I, I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Bruin Nation, Chris, hypothetical question for you. Which would you rather have happen to you personally? You playing around at the Masters or you being at the National Championship game for Gamecocks football? Definitely National Championship for Gamecocks football, Bruin Nation. I'm, I'm not that selfish, my guy. <laughs> because that round of golf for me at the Masters would benefit me. And it'd be great. A National Championship game for Gamecocks football would benefit me and so many other people. So many others, right? It would be very selfish of me to say the Masters. Very selfish. So, and also, be great for business. So, I'm definitely going to go with the National Championship game. And also, too, you play at the Masters Brewing Nation or play at the Augusta National, there's no guarantee that you play well. So, it may be like a forgettable 18 holes. I've been out there before, I mean, I'd love to play it, don't get me wrong, but I've been out there before, so it's one of those things where, um, you know. You know it would be like really funny content. You know you, can, you know you can work at the Augusta National and get on there that way. You know, there's people that do that. They will work Masters Week at the Augusta National to, to then get to play at the employee date or whatever, the employee day after the tournament when you can play. So. Let's see. 
Anyways, guys, 843-790-337. I have no idea what is up with this psycho in the comments. I'm going to see if I can just, like, block this guy. I don't normally, like, care if it's craziness, but this is absurd. Here we go. Um... Let's see if I can just. I don't know. I'm trying to block this guy, and I don't see the block button. Anyways. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven guys again a, a great weekend for South Carolina baseball and really South Carolina athletics as a whole. By the way, Ray Tanner getting that extension. I know we talked about it on uh, on Friday, but uh, Ray Tanner getting that extension in case you missed it. And the Gamecock spring practice continues to roll as well. We'll have content from all of the comments that were shared. Uh, players taking the podium this morning. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Just looking at these quotes from uh, the presser today. Doty on the Yale offensive line transfer, Nick Gargiulo. Luke Doty says, quote, he's a dog. That's pretty much the only way I know to put it. Kid works his ass off in the weight room, in the meeting room, and on the practice field. Doty asked about why he wanted to stick things out at South Carolina, being a part of the program, et cetera, considering the quarterback situation. Quote, this is where I want to be. This was where I've always wanted to be. Mm -mm -mm. No Spencer Rattler today per South Carolina because he has a test. How about that? School first. School first for the Gamecocks. Love that. Academics matter. Academics matter. Um, Madison, is there a special button? No, there's not a special button. There was a promo code. There was a promo code which you have to join the BCC to access. Again, guys, you can also text that number, by the way, the 843-790-3377. Uh, you can also text that number. So, yeah, Doty grew up a Gamecock. I'm not surprised, guys. We talked about it last week. I'm not surprised at all Doty grew up a Gamecock. And uh, so I'm, I'm not shocked at all that, that he's not transferring or anything of the sort. But, you know, there's been a lot of chatter about that over the last couple of years. So I, I don't think Luke Doty is going anywhere. I don't think he's going anywhere.
all in all, though, guys, a great weekend on the diamond. A great weekend on the diamond um, for South Carolina. I mean, a huge, huge sweep. And not just a sweep, but again, to to win the second and third games by run rule, really impressive. I mean, really impressive. You, you can't say enough good things about this 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 team. What they did. Here we go. Sports Talk tweeted this out, but the the rankings. South Carolina ranks nationally in these major categories. South Carolina right now, first in runs with 224. First in home runs with 56. Second in slugging percentage at 619. Fifth in on-base percentage at 451. And third in ERA with a 2.57 ERA. You combine all of that. And that gives you the 20 and one record and the success that we are seeing to this point for the Gamecocks. I mean, absolutely incredible. You talk about the Monty Lee effect. You talk about, you know, flipping over the roster and, and bringing in all these uh, transfer portal guys, if you will. Guys also being a year older, the, the Lee Croys, the Messinas, the Hornungs of the world. Then you add in a crazy good freshman like Ethan Petrie and Will Tippett as well. I think give a lot of credit to him. I mean, it's, 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 Wild the turnaround already that we have seen. First in runs and home runs. Who would have imagined this point the season? Who would have imagined? Absolutely incredible. Yeah, Travi Braden, Davis, and Tanner Bailey will leave before Doty, in my opinion. I mean, Doty's not going anywhere. He's... Doty has made it very clear he's not going anywhere. Nope, he's not going anywhere. So, I would tend to agree with you. I would tend to agree with you. Uh, guys, how, how's your bracket looking right now, by the way? Let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at mine. My, my bracket's got to be just destroyed, like absolutely wrecked. Absolutely wrecked. Whew. Woo! Yeah, my bracket is terrible. Wow. Wow. 14% of picks I've gotten correct. I mean, Purdue was my national champion. Three of my four in the Final Four are still intact. That's the good news. But, I mean, I had, let's see. I missed on, I, I missed so many. Dude, I don't even know where to start. I missed so many games. So many. I mean, I, I just, I will say I, I did have Tennessee in the Sweet 16. My bracket is trash, though, dude. My bracket is so trash. My bracket is literally at 14%. My bracket is on, like, to say it's on life support is just incorrect. It's dead. My bracket's dead. Let's see. Yeah, John Edward, you're tied for fifth. In the bracket challenge. How about that? Let's see who's winning the Big Cock Club. Gamecocks for life. I don't know who that is. Is it number one? Brennan M., number two. 
Travis, you did pick Furman over UVA. You know, it's funny. I actually picked... I actually picked um, UVA to win, but I picked College of Charleston to beat San Diego State. So I, I just got the South kind of teams mixed up. I got I got those wrong. I got that wrong. <clears throat> oh, okay. They count the midweek for Patrick's numbers. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. Chase says Skyland hasn't called today. Must not have anything negative from the weekend to talk about. Come on, Chase. You ain't got to do that to Skyland, my guy. You ain't got to do that. You ain't got to do that to Skyland. It's funny, though, in baseball, how quickly things can change, right? We lost that lead in game one, and I, I just I saw people on social media. And, hey, listen, I was right there with you. People thinking, oh, my God. Here we go again. Same old Yardcock, same old Gamecock baseball under Kingston. And then you win that one and you sweep. And now we sit here, hey, this is an elite team, Omaha bound. It's just crazy how winning one game can change the entire neighborhood. Again, that's why that's why you got to give a lot of credit to Michael Braswell, man, and his job, what he did, what he did this uh in that first game. I mean, it huge. One of the biggest swings of the season at this point. One of the biggest swings of the season at this point. Mm-mm. Let's see. Shout out to Creighton, Gad says. Yeah, shout out to Creighton. Uh, guys, by the way, quick reminder, I will be going on Mark Ryan's radio show today. Offsides of Mark Ryan, we're going on that at 4.40 today. 4.40 today, we will be live. Uh, really excited for that. Really excited for it. Really excited to chat with Mark. And I'm sure he'll want to talk a lot of baseball. I would imagine so. I know Mark's not a huge baseball guy, but uh, there's a lot of baseball to discuss. There's a lot of baseball to discuss. So hopefully, I, I think we will. I think we will touch on it, no doubt. Blake says, Skyland hates Kingston. Still refuses to give Kingston credit on the baseball talk page. Blake, I did not know that. I don't really follow that page a whole lot, or I don't really follow any pages because I stay busy making my own content. But... I'll say this. I'll say this. I will say this, and I'm speaking to myself. I'm speaking to myself. You have to give Mark Kingston credit to this point. No matter how you feel about him, no matter how we felt about him last year, you've got to give credit where credit is due. You can't just be that fan that says, I'm only going to show up and speak on a certain topic when it's negative. Hey, Keep the energy consistent. Keep the energy no matter what. Good, bad, and indifferent. So right now, you sit at 20-1. and one. The offensive numbers are some of the best in college baseball. You can't just say, just because things are going well, hey, give all the credit to Monty Lee. He deserves a lot of it. But you got to give Mark Kingston credit. You got to give credit where it's due. Because if South Carolina was losing, you best believe Mark Kingston would be catching all 
of the blame. And I know, listen, I understand. I said fire Mark Kingston last year. I get it. And I don't take back what I said last year. I don't regret saying that. We all came into this season. Hey, it's a prove it year. I'd rather Mark Kingston be here another decade plus because that would mean that we are winning. I would much rather South Carolina baseball be good than Mark Kingston get fired. I can assure you, I love the Yardcocks more than I like Mark Kingston, right? So I'll just say, give credit where it's due. It's a job well done by not just Monty Lee to this point, because Monty Lee has obviously made a major impact on the offensive side of things. But give Mark Kingston credit for, oh, I don't know, bringing Monty Lee in for flipping the roster and going out and getting these transfer portal guys, for developing these guys that went from their freshman to sophomore year, guys like LeCroy, Messina, Hornung, who look like different players this season, for constructing this roster. Give a lot of credit to Mark Kingston, his entire staff as well, but Mark Kingston to this point for a job well done. Keep the energy consistent and give credit where credit's due. That's all I'm saying. And I'm, and I'm speaking to myself, guys. I'm preaching to myself. Hell, I printed merchandise last year that said Fire Mark Kingston, right? I printed merchandise that said Fire Mark Kingston. I was ready. You were ready. I was ready. We were all ready. We were all ready, right? So, hey, I'm I'm more than happy to be in this position to where Mark Kingston's proving me wrong, proving us wrong. I, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I'm ecstatic that's the case. I'm ecstatic. And I hope it continues. I, I, I feel like it will. I feel confident that it will, but I'm ecstatic. I'm absolutely ecstatic of, of what is going on right now. So just leave it at that. Leave it at that. Uh, Coleman says, Kingston deserves some credit for hiring Lee and kind of taking a hands-off or more executive approach. Got to give flowers when they do. Yeah. Ab- Dude, take the pride out of it. I don't give a damn. I'm happy to be wrong. I don't want to be right. I don't want to be right. You know? I don't want to be right. So, Lynn Turner says, I think Wingo gets some credit for what he's done, too. He was Mr. Patience and get on base any way you can at the plate. I see his influence. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're getting plunked at the plate at such a rate. I think you definitely have to give credit to him. Uh, guys, we'll jump into one final break. On the other side, though, I want to continue to hear from you. More of your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Final 15 minutes or so here in the Daily Crow. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. Here on this Monday, March the 20th, 2023, we are off to a hot start this week. Of course, TDC rocking as normal, noon to two each and every single day. Uh, the podcast, of course, dropped this morning. Other pod will drop on Thursday. So really exciting week, guys. Appreciate you all. Uh, again, thank you all so much for the continued love and support. And a bit of a random note here. You know, I know sometimes, obviously, I'll I'll go on sort of rants, and I kind of use the end of the show sometimes. If something's on my mind, I'll talk about it. And I know you guys tune in for Gamecocks, and and that's obviously why we're here, to talk about the Gamecocks and such. But something's been on my mind lately because, you know, obviously I'll post content, and I'm, I'm a producer, not a consumer, and I took on that mindset many, many years ago. I say many, many, like it was forever ago. You know, a couple of years ago when I started this thing, I, I shifted from a consumer mindset to a producer mindset, right? 
where I am producing content. I'm not getting on there and scrolling my personal Instagram or scrolling feeds and what's this person doing? What's that person doing? What? Like, I don't care. I don't, I really genuinely do not care. But I have found that when I'll go on TikTok and I'll post our clips and such, right, that I'll find myself scrolling for 5, 10, even sometimes 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I've been guilty of just sitting there scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And I have to literally, like, hey, cut my phone off, like, get out of there. Because what you'll find is comparison is the thief of joy. It truly is. Like, if you're sitting there, there's – there's so many people, and I, and I think it's great that people are able to use content as, you know, the creative outlet to express what has worked for them and whether that be in business and life and relationships, financially, whatever it might be. But I feel like if you spend too much time on there of everybody telling you these different things of you should be doing this, you should be doing that, like it'll make you feel like, damn, I'm not doing anything. Like I, I'll see stuff all the time of like, and I have to stop myself because I'll see this business owner doing this, this car, this house, this spot, this, you know, just, just all kinds of different things. And I'm like, it, it, it's that, that doubt or that, that, uh, you know, just those thoughts creep in of like, man, am I, am I doing enough about this? And, and it's just comparison truly is the thief of joy, right? Like never compare your year one to someone else's year 10, right? A lot of people make that mistake. You know, never compare, hey, you're year five, or hey, we're in year six of TSUS. Don't compare year six to year 20 of somebody else. We, we get in this rut. We get in this, you know, th this, this, this trap of comparing ourselves to others when it's really about looking inward. Like, are you happy? Are you fulfilled? Are you healthy? Are you taken care of? Like, perspective like do not lose the perspective and again i'm talking to myself preaching to myself comparison is the thief of joy just be careful when you're on social media and you know you got a bunch of people telling you this that whatever because you have really truly no clue what they're dealing with behind closed doors it's normally not as uh shiny sunshine and rainbows as people projected to be on social media let's jump to the phone lines here call from justin justin what's up man how are you you're good. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing fantastic. Preacher Chaskin, what's up? Hey, Chris. I, I think good day. We um, we beat Georgia baseball. Yeah, I switched them a long time. Yeah, we hadn't swept them in Athens in a really long time. Um, yeah, it was a great weekend, man. I mean, just just you know, we I I think we all felt confident, obviously, going into the weekend that South Carolina would be able to get the series win, no doubt, but to get the sweep and the manner in which you did it, you know, the two run rule victories that. Uh, that uh, that's what's so impressive. Oh yeah, hey Chris, tell you about Georgia. I don't like Georgia. You know that? I don't like Georgia either, my guy. To hell with Georgia, actually. To hell with Georgia. Yep. Hey Chris, that's that's why our biggest why of football and baseball, basketball, and also I wish we'd be all of them every year. You know? I wish we beat them all every year as well, my friend. I, I would love to see it, but uh, sure does feel good to beat them when we do. Yep, it's good too. And also, the women, we, 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 I'm glad we beat South Florida. But South Florida, they play a little tough, a little bit. But at the end of the day, we, we pull out. Yeah, South Florida was actually leading that game. Oh, South yeah. Florida was leading that game. So, yeah, it's uh, you know, feels good to be good, man. It's it's, you know, I mean, just what what Dawn Staley's team did this weekend. I don't think anybody's surprised about it. So, 
You said what now? Are you going to see soccer play Greenville? Um, I will actually be out of town Saturday. I don't know about it. I, I guess the other game would be Monday. They play in the Elite Eight. Is that? I don't. I mean, I don't really know. I, I'd have to check the schedule. Um, so maybe I'll check out the Elite Eight game. Yeah, what's going to be at? It's going to be at Bon Secours Wellness Arena. Yeah, it's going to be both the games this weekend are in Greenville. Oh, so yeah, it's okay. You're gonna miss this. You're gonna miss the game, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, I won't be there in person, but I'll definitely be watching it. So definitely be watching it. Yeah, because yeah, so it looks like yeah, the, the elite, the elite eight. There are games in the elite eight on that Monday, March 27th. So obviously, if we're playing in the Sweet 16 on Saturday, well, actually, I don't know. Never mind. Because there's elite eight games being played Sunday, March 26th, and Monday, March 27th. So I, I don't know. I don't know which day we'll play on. All right, no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Oh, yeah. Excuse me, excuse me. Yep. Friday, Saturday, oh, Sweet yeah. 16, Sunday, Monday, Elite Eight. So we will definitely play on Monday then. I'm wrong. We will definitely play on Monday since we're playing on that Saturday. So. Oh, uh, hey, Chris, where are you going to tie at? Say what now? What day are you going? Uh, I mean, if I do go, it'd be Monday. If I do go, it'd be Monday to the Elite Eight game. Oh, uh, That'd be fun. That'd be a cool yeah, thing hey, to Chris, go to. You Oh, yeah. Hey, Chris, uh, where are you going out of town to? We are going to a concert in Atlanta. Oh, wow. Who, who, who's playing the concert? I honestly don't even know, man. I'm just tagging along. I, I don't even know who's playing, to be honest with you. Band, wow. I, hey, band Chris, I haven't heard friends, of. Huh? Band I haven't heard of. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, Chris, I love going to too, man. But I've been to a concert a long time ago. I think we went to Jesse Beyonce in Columbia not too long ago. Wow. Yeah, I – yeah, I don't. I, I get to concerts every now and then. It's not a ton, but I do enjoy them. It's always a good time. Oh yeah, yeah, Chris, that's fine. And hey, enjoy while you still can, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Chris, fine, go, man. I feel bad for Furman. You feel bad for Furman? Why? Uh, well, we got we get. I probably they got to the second round, but at the end of the day, it's just it, it's hard, Chris. Yeah, I mean, listen, Furman wasn't going to win it all. Furman wasn't going to win it all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think they had a great run. I think they had a great run. They should be very proud of the run they had. And, um, you know, I mean, they, you know, they weren't realistically yeah. going to win it all. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, and Chris, and they about Furman, you got to look at it. They beat Virginia. Nobody said Furman beat Virginia, right? You said what now? Nobody said for beat for Jim. Why, Chris? Dude, March Madness has just been crazy. It's been absolutely crazy. So. Oh, yeah. And Chris, you got you to look at Carson Charleston. They got there, too, you know? Yeah, CFC, man. Yeah. It's, those are the two, two South Carolina schools that represented the state. So. Yeah. And Chris, and we can look that one there and say, hey, at least they beat Virginia, why? At least they did, yep. Yeah, and Chris, I got to think about Bob Weeks. He He's going to get a head coach job one day, right, Chris? I think so as well, yeah. I think he definitely will. Yeah, and Chris, I, I, if I had to pick a job for Bob Weeks, it will probably be Stock Hall one day if it opens up again, right? I, why not? Why not? Yeah, what do you think, Chris? 
I, 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 why not take the Gamecocks job? Yeah, uh, Chris, I think that's what's well in the next two or three years, you know. So, were you, 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 you like Lamont, right? Yeah, I do like Lamont, but that's the case, right, Chris? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I believe in Lamont. I, I think Lamont could be here a long time. Yeah, I do believe too. And yeah, give some time. And, and Chris, like you said, like you said, Chris, it don't work out. Hey, move on to the next, right? Yeah. Hey, if it doesn't work, we'll, we'll go to the next guy. Yeah. I mean, why, you know, it's a cutthroat business, man. You got to win. You got to win. Oh, yeah. That's true, Chris. So, Chris, uh, you'll be watching more Moss Madness too? You know, I, I didn't watch a ton of it over the weekend, man. I'll be totally honest with you. I was pretty locked in with the Gamecocks baseball side of things. But, uh, you know, maybe I'll catch a couple of games here or there. It, it's just to be totally honest with you, Justin, and I would tell this to anybody, but like – until I make the transition to covering like the entire SEC, for example, like I've just gotten to a point with watching sports. Like if I'm not making content around it, I don't, I don't really make it a point to watch it. If that makes sense. So like, I don't oh, wow. care about watching random teams play in March Madness. I just don't care. I, you know what I mean? It just, it just, oh, if I'm wow. not, if I'm not gambling on it and I'm not pulling for any of the teams, I mean, I don't what what like what is my rooting interest in the games? And I don't love basketball. I'll be totally honest with you. I don't love. I'm not a basketball guy. I'd rather watch golf, which I've been doing. I'll watch the PGA Tour. I watch the Valspar Championship. I'd literally rather watch golf oh, yeah. than watch March Madness. And I know Phil is is throwing up right now, but I really would. Not even joking. So. As we transition, whenever that inevitably happens, that will be, make me more involved, if you will, and make me have much more of an interest. And I don't know, maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll take a piece of the, I don't know, take take a piece of the funds and start gambling a little bit. Maybe so. I don't know. Maybe so. Oh yeah, hey Chris, no, no, I don't watch this. Um, I don't watch EIT like I used to, you know. Yeah. That's just me, though. I mean, I, you know, some people love March Madness, and I, and I think it's great. I think it's great. I think the the game results speak for themselves, but that's why I don't watch it as closely. Like, I'm not sitting there watching every single game. You know what I mean? So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I understand because, you know, Masters come out soon, you know? Yeah, Masters. Dude, I, I will be locked in Masters week. Oh, yeah, me too, Chris. And, Chris, what do you think Tiger's going to do this season? Uh, how do I think Tiger's going to do? Yeah, he's coming to the Masters soon. Uh, now, he'll he'll play in the Masters. I mean, I, I, I don't think he's going to win it. I mean, I think him making the cut and just kind of being in the first page of the leaderboard on Sunday would be a fantastic finish for him. But you never know, man. Tiger, you doubt Tiger at your own risk. So. Yeah, and Chris, I don't think he's not winning. He might play hard, but at the end of the day, just—I don't know—he he had too many injuries, you know, Chris. Yeah, he's his body's just worn out, man. Yeah, Chris, because when I look at these young golfers in Master, they they doing something, you know, these young golfers, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now they're 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 elite, man. So it's um, yeah, no, it's it's just tough. It's just tough for Tiger to win again. 
Yeah, and Chris, I say baffling. I mean, he he's not young like he used to, but it, it's hard when you you buy a toy, right, Chris? You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, Chris, that's all I said, man. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Justin, appreciate the call. Yeah, man. Take care. Great stuff. Great stuff from Justin, as always, guys. Brandon Ward, you're out of here. Hey, I appreciate you tuning in, Brandon. Appreciate you tuning in. I did not think I'd ever be talking golf with my guy Justin, but there we are. Love it. Absolutely love it. So um let's see. Coleman said, Chris, what do you think Rattler needs to do to take the next step? Do you think his picks and overall indecision and hesitancy issues were scheme-related, or is that something on Spencer? I mean, aside from the game against Tennessee, he was level with 12 picks and 12 touchdowns. Um, Lynn Turner then replied, receivers take some blame because I saw receivers running lazy routes at least early in the season when you throw timing passes, receivers have spots to get to. Coleman also noticed that too, kind of felt like Rattler had no help anywhere. Scheme was bad, run game was eh, lots of bad drops. He's a lot better than his stats. Yeah, I, I think that... Uh, Consistency for Rattler is is the big thing. I mean, eliminating or, or not turning the ball over, Coleman. I, I, like, if I could pick one thing that I'd like to see Spencer Rattler do much better than he did in 2022, the scheme needs to improve tremendously, and I think it will. He needs more help. I think he'll have it. Not turning the football over. That's it. Just eliminate the turnovers as much as possible. That, that, that would be the one thing I'd like to see Rattler do above all else. Guys, that being said, we've hit 2 o'clock. Time flies when you're having fun, man. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. All the questions, the comments, the engagement, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, again, check out the podcast that dropped this morning, episode 768, a full breakdown of what happened over the weekend. And, of course, like I mentioned, normal schedule this week with the podcast, the Daily Crow, and also the Spring Tour gets rolling this week in Columbia Thursday night. It'll get going at 6 o'clock. All the details are pinned to the top of our social media pages. Guys, thank you all so much. Appreciate you all tuning in. Have a great rest of your Monday, and we will talk to you all tomorrow.